Welcome to the Next Issue Podcast. We're a group of friends that love talking comics and all that it entails. Uh, we're based out of Dallas, so you'll hear us talk about how these comics make up a part of our daily lives, including our local comic shop, conventions, and other forms of entertainment. Welcome. Hello, everyone. How's it going? Welcome to the Next Issue Podcast. Um, and uh, Glad to be back. Hey. Glad How's to be everyone? I, I use the Mad Men, the, what's it called? Is it Mad Men? No. Mad Men. Yeah, Mad Men intro because there's so much Moon Knight in it. <laughs> there's so much Moon Knight in it. I know. I need to add the new cut of um, uh, Ethan Hawke on The Tonight Show saying that he's Dracula. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, if that was a twist, I would fucking lose it. That would be great. Yeah, they introduced Dracula for Moon Knight. You, you can't beat Dracula. In the Marvel comics, you can send no, him away he's... for a while. You can feel him; <laughs> he will always be back. Right now, he's living in Chernobyl with his vampire brood, and I think he's working with Blade now. Working with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Blade's now kind of like their partners and stuff. And it's weird. I haven't been. I'm not caught up with Avengers. Yeah, but it's I in read the Avengers. something where Blade. I was about to up. ask. Yeah, I read something where Blade showed up, and he told the Avengers. I think it was in the Black Panther when, when T'Challa's trying to tell the Avengers that he's not going to be part of the Avengers anymore. Or not the chairman. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fucking insane. I love it. Um, Dude, it's Jason so, Aaron, man. Jason Aaron's run on the Avengers is the most fun that book has had in a long time. It's a little hit or miss for me, but when it's fun, it's really fun. So I will, yeah. I will definitely give you that. Uh, so today on the show, uh, we're going to talk about... Kyle? Who's Moon Knight? <laughs> And instead of instead of, Clay, instead of Clay just being disappointed, we're actually <laughs> going to tell you who Moon Knight is. Uh, some of the stuff you should read. We found the list where we're going to tell you probably you shouldn't read this stuff. Like, uh, but you know, it's uh, it's interesting. Clay and I might have a little debate on whether an issue of Moon Knight we both read is good or bad. Clay's um, got thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If we're going to be talking about real Moon Knight, this ain't real Moon Knight. We're gonna talk about all that stuff. Um, it's oh, it's fake. It's fake moon landing night. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Uh, we'll also touch on a little bit of uh, news uh, regarding to some of the comic books we we um, we buy, and are we getting cheaper paper now? Who knows? According to Believing Cool, we might be. According to the stuff we bought this week, we might be. Don't give that, <laughs> don't give that site any credit. Just call them BC. No, yeah, I know. Look, or they, BS. I know they, they put out a lot of stuff, but they are very helpful when I need preview art because they get all the preview. Like, they put out all the preview pages for every single comic book. But so they also very put a lot of shit stories out, too. I know, I know. So go go to them for, like, stuff that comes strictly from the publishers, where it's just all the preview pages. That's where I pull my assets to do the reviews. Uh, but yeah, other I mean, they're they're very well organized and they put out a lot of stuff. So yeah, a lot of it is probably not going to be. Uh, if they would just clickbait. check their facts more, it's going to be clickbait. Yeah, it's going to um, be click, clickbait. I guess my my goal with the Moon Knight conversation is to know what specific issue that passage where Moon Knight's like, wait, Dracula is not an Avenger. That lying bastard. I just want to know what issue is that from, so I can go read it. <laughs> yeah, there's many. I, Clay, and I don't know, maybe you, you've read Moon Knight enough to maybe know this. Why would why would Moon Knight be the perfect character to make memes of? 
I, because I think people don't, I mean, like, okay, so you put in an article from Men's Health about the, you know, which, is, which I have, I have questions of in the first place. And then it has an article on 11 best Moon Knight stories to read. I don't know. They're just so fucking wrong on every, on almost <laughs> every choice that it makes me angry. Yeah. It, it, uh... People have such a low expectation of Moon Knight. And in his article, he calls him a C-lister. No. C-listers no. don't get their own book and don't have 10 volumes of that book. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's, he's a B plus lister. I would, I, mean, I would say yeah, he's not a team me. player, so he's not in a lot right. of team books, but he's been on a lot of teams. People try to make him work. And he's if, so very different. If we were to go back and look, and I would put $10 on this, before the Iron Man movie came out, if we were to go back and look at who had more comics out, Iron Man or Moon Knight, oh wow, I would think Moon Knight might have, like I'm talking about solo standalone series. Uh, because like I know not Iron issues, Man, so but Iron Man like has series. a bigger longevity, but right. just from the time that Moon Knight started existing to the, to the point right before the movie, I would think uh, Moon Knight had more, um, more comics, just more series printed about him. Um, that's just me. If somebody wants to go back and check, if I'm wrong and you can prove it, you can get a ten dollar gift card to I don't know your comic shop or um, comic if you want that. No, the Infinity Gauntlet's been thrown by uh, Daniel over here. <laughs> Come yeah. at me, Moon Knight fans. Yeah, if you, if you want to <laughs> look, if you look at the backs, the Max Bemis run. That's yeah. when they tried because it was during the legacy run. They tried to switch from the new numbers to the old numbers, oh, and, yeah, he, yeah. and he's almost around two hundred issues at that yeah. point. I guess I would say, "Come at me, Iron Man fans," because I think I'm in the Moon Knight camp for this one. It sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. I honestly can't tell you a lot of Iron Man fans. Me neither. Like Demon in a Bottle is the only story pre movie. Oh, mm, oh maybe I don't Armor know. Wars. Maybe Armor, Armor Wars. Wars. In, uh, well, uh, you see, I. I, I have a fondness for when I was in fifth grade uh, for my birthday. I think my grandmother got me like a one year, you know, back when Marvel did like mail order subscriptions. And I picked Iron Man. They, they still do. Oh, for real? Yeah. And it's it's half the price, but you may get a mangled comic in the mail. Holy, where do you go to sign up for this? Because I will feel like I'm website. 10 years that's old again. Yeah. yeah. Right. If, you, um, if you live somewhere remote and that's the only way you can get comics. They'll still wow. send comics via mail. That, that is fascinating. Um, but it, that the, the the series I picked, and I don't even remember why, other than I like I like the armor. I picked Iron Man, and it was great. Like the first issue had uh, Morgan Le Fay in it. I'm like, ooh, Arthurian. I mean, it was just, it was just it was it was fun. I don't know, and 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 it had to have been. I think it was just post demon in a bottle because he had mm. just returned to the armor. Right. So yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm not like a diehard Iron Man fan. Don't get me wrong. Tony Stark pisses me off more often than, than not. But, um, Oh, there's just some fun stuff back in the eighties. So. Yeah. Yeah. The mm. only one I go to uh, beyond demon in a bottle is Matt fractions run, <laughs> you know, but he, he had some cool weird shit in there where, uh, terrorists were, taking stark bombs and sewing them inside people's bodies and making oh them yeah making them like you know human bombs yeah. oh and, my god wow look i'm not i'm not shedding on iron man i like iron man he's i've been i'm picking i'm pulling his book as well too right now 
Christopher Campbell is doing some really fun stuff on this series because he's going kind of cosmic. Mm. Um, but but we'll save that for the Iron Man show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> before we get into the comics, um, is there? I I kind of stopped watching those. Uh, like anything Moon Knight after the last trailer we did. Same. All the little teasers and scenes. I stopped watching those because I don't know. Yeah. I feel like. I don't need any like I'm already in, right? I'm already sold. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I did watch I got, a little preview that my friend sent that had like Oscar Isaacs and Ethan Hawk. And I do not know the female lead's name. I'm assuming that she's probably playing some version of Marlene in it. And they're all in a waiting room because Marvel has locked down all the secrets and doesn't want them telling. And of course, Oscar Isaac starts talking about it and they have to bleep it out. You know, it's just a it's a it's a fun commercial without them having to do a lot, just be bleeped out and yeah, uh, and not reveal anything and just make you want to know what Moon Knight's about. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I kind of did. I, I did the same thing with Moon Knight. I did the same thing with Ms. Marvel. And in particular, because I keep seeing all these articles coming out about how they've changed her powers. And I'm kind of like, you know what? I don't... I, I, that bums me up. I don't want to know. Like, I just, I want to go into it cold. I know what I expect from it based on the comics. I'm just, I just kind of want to see how the MCU handles it. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't go to the, don't go to the moon at IMDb. There's a lot of names that I don't know. feels like spoilers. No. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if I looked at it, I'd know too much. I think so. Yeah. You may be able to put a story together based on like all the names that they're throwing out there. It uh, sounds like way probably very, very much could. So, um, um, so, but t- today on the show, what we're going to do instead is, uh, Clay has, uh, some comics that throughout the history of being Clay, he's read. Uh, <laughs> I just want to break down. Like if you're going to look for Moon Knight books, yeah. the, Mar- the Marvel omnibus is coming out next month. There's also Marvel essentials. There's also the Epic collection of Moon Knight. I have all of them. Yeah. So I can break it down and like it, it, it's also the quality of paper too, because in you're going to get a color book in an Epic collection. Now the first volume of the Epic collection, the first volume of the essentials. Now, again, essentials is just black and white. It's mm-hmm. the same stuff that's in the Epic book. And, uh, but so the only those thing, two books are the same? Yes. Except, except, except for the color? Except for the quality of paper and the color and the number of Moon Knight books that are in it. So like, oh, okay. if you get Essential, it has the first 10 Moon Knight stories. So right. the Bill Sienkiewicz, Doug Moench stuff is in here. The, okay. uh, the Epic just has the first four. And what uh yeah. so in in, the, in those first collections what kind of stories was what, what kind of stuff was moon knight going through like what was the what was the main thing cuz i feel like now it's a little bit more focused like the stories are a little bit more focused in, in the modern times but what was moon knight doing back then well see that's the problem with the first volume is he's in a lot of different books so he isn't really established as who we will see in the tv show yet mm. so like you get werewolf by night you get his first appearance where he was going to be set up as kind of the antagonist for Werewolf by Night. But, uh, he, I mean, he changes. There's like, uh, so you got Werewolf by Night, Marvel Spotlight, uh, Defenders. Uh, Steve Gerber writes uh, Moon Knight into the Defenders for like three issues. Uh, Power Man and Iron Fist. 
the 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 cool thing that's in these books and that and it's also in the omnibus that comes out in um april is that it has magazine stuff that's really hard to find the magazine stuff as far uh, as i know hasn't been digitized so you're going to get the hulk magazine which is like uh 11 it looks like 11 through 20 without issue 16 or 19. Again, it's so weird that they would collect those and keep out two random issues. They may not have Moon Knight, but it's like, I don't know. I don't know why they don't include them. Um, so the I can't really recommend the first volume except for the fact that you get the Bill Sienkiewicz, Doug Moench beginnings. And obviously, yeah. like if you're going to get uh, the essentials, you're going to get more of that. But it's black and white. At times it's great. At times it's so terrible. Like look at this beautiful cover that's on the back of Oh essential. wow. Yeah. Okay. Sorry for the glare, but like look at that. They reprinted that's on a the Sinkevich, right? Yeah. Then they reprinted on the inside and it was like shit. Good God. And oh. it's it's inverted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically they, they put the covers in inverted and they look terrible. They're, they, I mean, that, that's so essentially you're getting poor quality paper for some of the black and white uh, Sienkiewicz stuff. It looks great. Sometimes the way they reprinted it, it looks like shit. These retail for $16.99, but are kind of hard to find. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're going for a little bit more nowadays. Uh, because of uh, all the content you get in here, but this is the cheapest one to get. This okay. is the this is the second volume, and I will tell you the difference between uh, the epic uh, run, uh, which is this book. It does not have the fist of Conchu, which has the character that Ethan Hawke plays. It uh, is, uh, and that's he appears in the second issue of Fist of Conchu. Okay. That only appears in the uh, <clears throat> Essential, the Black and White reprint, Volume Two, and the Omnibus Volume Two. All yep. Volume One is going to be Doug Moench, Bill Sienkiewicz, uh beginnings, and a lot of one shots. Yeah. So okay. I've. Uh... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Josh. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, so all right. So you know, because I, I, I also I like those essential collections in the past because they were super cheap. It was a way to get really old issues that were kind of hard to find, and there was also something interesting about them intentionally like stripping them of color. You know, like if you buy like the Fantastic Four ones or ones that were originally printed in color, right? Yeah, it's like they're using different arts and uh, not different. But I mean, like they're stripping out the color. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. But I was at the I was, I was at the comic store yesterday, and I noticed there were a bunch of what appeared to be new packaging for a lot of those that are slightly smaller format, so they're not as big. They're a little taller than digest size, and they're full color on glossy paper. And I was wondering if they were going to release a Moon Knight one of those, since a lot of the titles seem to be like. MCU stuff, Thor, yes, Avengers, there is, Captain America. There, there is one. Okay, what are those called? I'm trying to find them on their site. I, I, I don't know, but if you go to that Men's Health uh, link, uh, there's ah. a copy of that book in there because they okay. my store had it out in their Moon Knight section. So they have like these kind of explainers uh, that come out that uh, 
just kind of give you the basics of the character. And I believe they're free from comiXology. I don't know how much they are printed wise. Uh, but yeah, you can get basically a recap of who that character is or who they're trying to aim it at. Um, you know, I, uh, I enjoy just reading all the books and see what they take the best of. It's kind of the yeah. angle I'm going for in Moon Knight. But there's a lot of it that I love. So if they leave out stuff, then that's the thing I'm kind of like, well, you know, this was an important part of the character. I feel like like I know there are core characters that are in that first volume that I don't think show up in the show. Like I know someone's been cast as Crowley because I saw like a tweet. But then like, where's Gina? Where are the kids? Where's her diner? Like mm. the stuff that was kind of the staple of the first volume looks like it's completely gone. But I don't know how they're telling the story. So I'm kind of excited that way, too. Yeah. Oh, and one other thing is on the omnibus level, where I've talked about, like, Epic has the first uh, four issues of Moon Knight, and the Essential has the first ten. The omnibus has the first twenty. And and let me show you an example of one of the omnibuses, because this is what I'm reading right now, and why they're so much... They're, they're a better buy, but again... Mm -hmm. Volume one is 125 bucks. Volume two, another 120. So, so you've got 250 just to read the first two volumes in a nice hardback format. Like currently, I'm rereading re the Gar uh, the Guardians run. There it is. It's it's pretty much the perfect size to to go through and read, and the quality of everything in here is so much better than an Essentials. Uh, and an epic collection. The hardback okay. is okay. nice. The paper's nice. And the reprints of all the covers are fantastic. Okay, so I found them on Marvel's website. They are calling these new collections epic collections. Right. But they are they're a slightly smaller format. And they're only 15 bucks. So I'm seeing coming up soon, there's a Conan one, an X-Men, Bishop's Crossing one. So is is that the one? This okay, is that one called an epic collection, but this is different than the one that I've seen that's kind of the promo, yeah. which is a smaller... It actually just says, like... Can you pull up that article, Daniel? The 10 best yeah. Moon Knight? And, and show what the book looks like that I'm talking about? Which, which the, one is it? Um, let's see here. These, these look to be... I, I think w what they are, honestly, Clay, are new reprints or repackaging of the older epic collections. Yeah, I think but so. in, a, oh, in a slightly smaller in format in full color. So Oh, actually it's it, the, it's the first one. It's the Marvel Verse Moon Knight White Book. It's like $10 it at Amazon. Oh. Yeah, uh, no no no, that's the epic one. It's the very first book in there that that has Oh yeah, yeah. Knight. Oh, I didn't get a picture of that one. Yeah, hold on. Yeah. See, that's what's weird it's, is that they would call that epic when this says epic on it but calls it a Marvel verse book. Weird. All right. That's, that's why I'm having to do this because I had to get <laughs> break down every book because Marvel is just, I mean, I don't know who puts together their collections, but you will find runs that will be off. They're just, there's no continuity to it. It's, it pisses me off. I mean, I have books that will go in order and then be, that's uh, it. That's the Marvel verse okay. book. Do you think they're doing that because what they're trying to do is package the this new release Moon Knight stuff so that it does dovetail with what the show will introduce. No. Like like 
Okay. Because because they put in <laughs> they put in Werewolf by Night, and I feel like Werewolf by Night might appear in the show, mm-hmm. but that story of them two, I don't know, is on the same level of what Moon Knight becomes in the comic. Maybe um, maybe they're using that piece, but again, not knowing the show, I feel like that's who Moon Knight's beating the crap out of, though. It's him or Vermin. Uh oh. I mean, I didn't even think of Vermin. That's interesting. But, but Vermin's a Spider-Man villain, so yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, like Craven's also a Night Traveler. Mm, Recently, right. they have been showed up more and more on the on on the on the Moon Knight book that I'm currently reading. The Vermin, like not just Vermin, but like the people he turns, I guess, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, because he can um, turn them turn them all into Vermin, like him. But if you look at this. <laughs> Oh, um, that, that was the punching of the. You see the gold. You anklet? see the legs. The yeah, legs. you see the gold anklets on the legs, yeah. and I think that's more of a, maybe like a Anubis type of jackal thing. Um, uh, that's what I'm thinking because it's in the museum. It looks like that whole sequence takes place in the museum. Um, or we do know they go to the pyramids as well, right? I think we've seen on the on the yeah, yeah, the previews. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, all right, Clay. Let's. Uh, what what else? I mean, the, we can, that, we that's can... really just the first two volumes. The big the big kicker is I know uh, Fist of Conchu is going to be a big part of this mm-hmm. uh, with the, with the the gold weapons and uh, the character that Ethan Hawke is playing being from yeah. it. That was not one of my favorite runs. I'm I, I'm mm-hmm. very curious what they took from this and what they're running with. Uh, the third volume is a lot of Chuck Dixon. It's oh, yeah. very, yeah, it, I, not one of my favorite times. It's Mark Spector, Moon Knight. Uh, you know, if anything, you get some Ron Garney art that's pretty great. I, at, at this point, I really recommend volume one the most. It's a great place to start. You get a lot of great Bilson Kevich art. The next thing I really recommend is Volume Five, which is the Charlie Houston uh, David Finch run. Let me see if yeah, and that one is getting reprinted soon as well. Uh, yeah, this is what this is my favorite run of Moon Knight because this was a no, guy who, on, who, who came in. This was a guy who came in, took over Moon Knight, and took it into an incredible place of dark crime noir. And I love it. Uh, at times, I don't feel like Finch's art is great with it, but it's because Finch does such splashy stuff and not as dark. Yeah, it, you know. Uh, but again, you know, there are incredible covers and great artwork from him. It's just sometimes the story it just doesn't match a hundred percent because Houston takes it really, really dark in there. They're reprinting that omnibus here. Let me show you the cover. Oh wow! That's that's the cover. that's the alternate cover because the, there's one by Finch, <clears throat> but this one from the inside of the mouth of uh, I don't know a wolf or a jackal or whatever the fuck that is <laughs> looks super cool. That's yeah. amazing, yeah. Um, yeah, these uh, man, I'll tell you, whoever's putting some of this new stuff together, like these new collections, like the whole design team for Marvel collected stuff and DC as mm. well, like they're doing some bang up job because I've I've I think I've made a decision where I'm not going to buy the black label books individually anymore because the hardcovers are so good. Yeah. Uh, I end, yeah. I end, I end up buying both. Um, 
So I rather have the hardcover that's a book size for my bookshelf, as opposed to that large black label single. So, anyways, yeah. Next is volume six, which the Men's Health article uh, had this as one of your must reads, which is total shit. This is Brian Michael Bendis and Alex <laughs> Maleev not doing Daredevil. So if you really want them <clears throat> at their peak game, go get them on Daredevil. But Bendis doesn't do a great job with Moon Knight on this. For some reason, he gets rid of all of his personalities and says, well, his his personalities are Peter Parker, Captain America, and Wolverine for some reason. And they're in his head. And there is a balance to those three characters in the sense of how they would fight and treat villains. But that's not who Moon Knight is. And it's weird no. that he has those voices in his head. That's who he sees. But again... It's Alex Maleev art. I don't give a shit. I could look at that and it's beautiful yeah. all day long. I mean, the covers are are fantastic. Um, again, it's the story that I'm not a big fan of, but there are tons of Bendis completists who love it. So, okay. To each so why, why did Men's Health explain why this is a must read? Like, what is it? I don't know. He even got the numbers wrong on uh, on. We'll, the... well, yeah, we'll go through the list in a minute because I have all the slides and we can talk. I have the article open so we can talk about it. Yeah, we can he, go through each one, but I don't. I don't. I feel like he put in stuff that wasn't that was Moon Knight adjacent and not really yeah. focused on the character. Weird. Yeah. Right, uh, think... So after Volume Six and Bendis, which I feel like you can skip unless you really love beautiful art, is. Um, Ellis, it's Warren Ellis, Colin Bunn, and Brian Wood uh, with Greg Smallwood Declan. on art. What? And you Declan Shabby. Declan Shabby, yes, because Declan does an incredible job. This is the run that introduces Mr. Knight. Uh, it Declan Shabby redoes uh, Moon Knight's costume from the all white to more of a white armor on black. Uh, which we see a lot of, and it's kind of become the new look in certain books uh, for Moon Knight. And I really dig it because it it just kind of looks like a suit of armor at times, mm. um, and with the black yep. underneath, it's just very cool. I dig I dig that look. Yeah, uh, I like the way Shalvi does uh, Moon Knight a lot. Obviously, he does more than. I mean, if you just Google Declan Shalvi Moon Knight, he. He's probably one of the characters that he draws the most. Just for yeah. like, I'm sure people love getting sketches and stuff like that, commissions and stuff like that. Yeah, and Declan is uh, like one of the big. I mean, for me, he's done so much for Moon Knight as far as design, and even the story in there. There, there is a story that's straight out of the Raid, and the Raid Redemption. Have you guys seen that movie? Yes. Oh shit! That. Josh, you need to add that to some homework and, and watch this. It is straight up a Moon Knight battling inside of a building, going up level by level, taking out uh, all these bad dudes one-on-one, -on -one, and it's there's very little dialogue. It's just fighting. So Declan does all the heavy lifting in that story, and that's one of my favorites. It's just awesome. Whoa. Oh, I think we're getting some feedback from Josh's mic. Yeah. Yeah it's, bad. yeah, it's a little crackling. Can you? Yeah, we'll. I don't know what that is. Yeah, there's there's something. Can you reset your mic, Josh? While we yeah. figure it out. Okay, I'll I'll unmute you in a minute. Um, but yeah, as far as volume seven, uh, I would I would recommend this for all the different looks. 
Greg Smallwood is in there. Uh, yeah. I, I absolutely love his art. He This is what's weird is when you go from volume seven to volume eight, uh, Greg Smallwood stayed on, even though you have a different uh, uh, author. Jeff Lemire picks it up and man, it just, it meshes so well. Like he, Greg Smallwood, who's doing the human target right now, uh, his run on Moon Knight is really beautiful because yeah. you're not sure where this is taking place. The, uh, to read the Lemire run, you definitely had to have read the first volume. You need to kind of know the basis of these characters. Um, I recommend it for the Charlie Houston and for the Lemire. So volume five, volume eight, have some background going into it. And uh, let's see here. Yeah, volume eight is obviously the Jeff Lemire run right here. A lot of it looks like it may take place in a mental institution or in his head. And these are the books I kind of love to read when you don't, when you can't really trust what's going on. Uh, because at times, you know, Mark's trying to figure out who he is and where he is and who these people are that have been a part of his, his life the entire time. Maybe yeah. they just work in the mental institution and have been trying to help him. Yeah, it has that trope of like, is this real? Is this fake? Uh, like, is this like, you know, that like that Buffy episode where she's in like an institution and exactly she thinks all the whole Buffy TV shows in her head or whatever. Uh, so pretty cool. Cool. After after Lemire, because Lemire is volume eight, for some yep. fucking reason, Marvel goes, well, we're not going to call it volume nine. We call it legacy. Like, who gives a <laughs> shit? I'm counting. I don't cut count eight legacy nine. Uh, so during the legacy run is Max Bemis uh, telling all the story. Uh, I'm trying to remember who, who was on the art that I really love. Oh, Jason Burroughs, man. Uh, if you've seen his art before, he does really great stuff. And yeah. uh, the thing with Bemis, man, Bemis brings the fucking weird to Moon Knight. Like at times it's too weird for me. But More than Lemire? That's yeah, fascinating. more than let me. Oh. Yeah, that's that's what's wild. It's like he I, I think the it's really different crazy. kinds of weird. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it's Two different, different kinds of weird. weird. Uh, now this will be reprinted in April. Um, the Legacy Omnibus will also come back out in April. Here's the cover that we're looking at. Uh, so if you haven't read that and you want to, you know, check out your comic book store and all that. Yeah. the The, the thing about the Bemis run that I'm going to recommend is is we all know that Moon Knight has dissociative identity disorder. Uh, and the medical, the things I've read medically about this uh, condition is that this is brought on by severe trauma as a child. Max Bemis tells that story and it's oh, fucked wow. up. Yeah, like what could you put into a 22 page story that's so disturbing that would fracture a child's mind into Moon Knight, Mr. Knight, Jake Lockley, uh, and Stephen Grant. Wow. You know, so that so if that doesn't hype that book with the weird and that origin story, I'm sorry, you're not into Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> and Max Bemis, like he's done other stuff. Uh, I don't know if you guys oh, yeah. have read the book Polarity. Hmm. That one also deals with mental disorder. And I think a lot of that stuff does come from like personal experience. I don't fully know everything that, you know, Max Bemis has been through, but I think that's why maybe um, he, you know, he chose to, or Marvel approached him to make a book uh, for Moon Knight. Um, but, but I think it definitely goes hand in hand. And if you read Polarity, like it, it is definitely a very weird book, but it also addresses a lot of those things that, 
I think are important, and it ex it, ex it tries to explain, uh, I guess, to the best of the comic's ability that you could do on a comic, what some of this, these or disorders are like and what it's like living with them and stuff. Um, so yeah, I, I I think I think that's one I'm gonna put on the list of stuff to read. Like out of everything we've gone through, like I don't want to go back and read the super old comics because I feel like I already know um, the story of what's gonna kind of be there because there's no through line, right? Like I think Clay was saying. There's no like specific mission, and I feel like comics have evolved into a way where like I want a specific story, I want a specific arc that's telling me what's going on. So, but Beamus might be one that I put up there. You need to step away, Clay. Go ahead. Yeah, take me out for a second. <laughs> All right, um, Josh, are you are you currently reading the new Moon Knight? Is that something you've touched yet? I, I I'm not and and see and I was gonna say I'm actually kind of the the opposite of you Daniel which is I I only read Moon Knight intermittently way back when so I want to go back and reread all the original stuff to see okay. how the character gets established ironically I bought all that like two years ago in comicsology and now I'm like boycotting comicsology so I'm yeah, that, yeah. that's why I'm really I'm really thankful for the you know what what clay's going over because I need to know like what to pick up to read it so well if yeah you have, uh, if you have like I don't know five hundred dollars laying around you could buy a bunch of omnibus next next month <laughs> you know what's funny though no. is a is a month ago you could pick up Moon Knight for in quarter bins everywhere and now they are super yeah. expensive books like at my shop I was looking at all the Moon Knight, like up on the counter, like obviously a number one. I think a number one was going for a hundred over a hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, I have a Scotty Young cover from the Jeff Lemire run, the number one. I think that's a $65 book. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah, and I think I have those somewhere. I'm sure those are in my boxes. Every time one of these shows comes out, I'm like, man, I should go through my boxes, see what I have. Not to sell it, but just to like you know, like, do I have it or do I just think I have it because I've read it? Right, right. Uh, but I never do. So, <laughs> um, all right, Clay, what else you got? <clears throat> no, did you mute yourself? Oh. I think you did. Well, while Clay does that, I will recommend, <laughs> I mean, we, it's really weird that, that Moon Knight became, I feel like everyone likes Moon Knight but nobody, nobody uh, had wanted to talk about Moon Knight. Like Moon Knight felt like it was the biggest secret in comics. Because now, I, and I'm following a lot of people, especially like I'm on TikTok all the time, and there's a lot of younger readers there. Yeah, mm -hmm. they love Moon Knight. Like a lot of the modern stuff, they love Moon Knight. Huh. But they've also read a bunch of the old stuff too. So like, I feel like Moon Knight for some reason is just this character that really attracts. I don't, I don't know what the, what the main appeal is. Maybe, maybe we'll be able to suss it out more in the show um other than he looks fucking cool like he just he's just a really cool looking character yeah he's always been a weird one where you question why he wears all white but in the comics it's neat because uh i think it's during the declan shelby run where he says i want to make sure people see me coming yeah like i love yeah. that kind of take yeah and everyone's kind hey. of shit on moon knight and called him like a poor man's batman and shit like that nah if it, Batman isn't dealing with his mental health issues, if he was, right, it would be Moon Knight. Yeah, Batman dealing with a different Batman different with different stuff, more like PTSD from you know having his parents killed in front of him and stuff like that. Right. Well, and 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 I also I just want to you know I 
I know I've I've kind of questioned the weird glowing eyes in the costume for the upcoming show, but I, I want to give them props that they didn't go the traditional route of once you make the leap to screen, it has to be darker. You know, it's all like black rubber. Um, it, they didn't do that. I mean, they made a, f- a fairly faithful costume to the comic for the show, seems like so. Well, uh, it, you know, it's weird because you have this guy who has seemingly died and been reincarnated by a god that we're not familiar with. And so the fact that he gives them powers in the show a lot more to like suit up and stuff is kind of neat because it's not something ever done in the comic. You know, mm-hmm. you would think that a deity, if it truly is a deity and it's not a mental health thing, are we seeing it through the eyes of Mark Spector? Are we seeing like when, when the costume is enveloping him, is he imagining it? And in real life, he's just putting it on himself. It's there's a lot to go in to maybe not trust the narrator on this. Yeah. That's kind of where my head is at. And I guess this responds to uh, Darius's question in chat. I'm, I'm okay personally with a lack of say fight scenes it if the story is compelling right wow. like i'm I'm, th- I'm thinking back kind of like to the first season of the witcher there's a lot of trying to figure out what was going on because the 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 narrative was fractured it wasn't told in a traditional this happens this happens this happens way like everything was kind of moving back and forth and i'm kind of getting the impression that that's what moon knight's going to be like i my my sense going into it is I think every episode maybe for like the, again, the first three or four is going to start differently, be a different tone. And at the end of each, you've got him wondering, wait, which one of these is real, right? Almost like a one division sort of thing where, you know, if, if each of the episodes is a different personality, Right. We, the viewer, are left with like, well, wait, who is Moon Knight? You know, and and that's, I think, core to the question of the show itself. So that's so my, my sense. Yeah. Here's it, another it, thing I, real quick. I want to touch on Leonard Kim on the chat. My intro to Moon Knight was through playing a game uh, and I was immediately drawn to him. Oh. So I asked which game was it? It was Contest of Champions. I mean, and I'm here showing the image from the game. Like, yeah, if you look at that and that's a character that you could play like. Yeah, Moon Knight just looks so cool. Like, yeah, that's yeah. the De- Declan Shelby uh, reimagining yeah. with the yeah. armor and the. I love that he's got the little moon that he throws and stuff like that. So, yeah, thanks, Leonard. Thanks for pointing that out because I didn't even think about video games as a way to like bring in people to watch this stuff. Because he's he's been in some of the recent animated stuff. Like, I think he shows up in the Spider Man, the Ultimate Spider Man um, yeah. cartoon. Mm. Uh, with a very similar outfit to this. Um, oh, he's back in Marvel Alliance. I think he's in the first Marvel Alliance. You can get him as a teammate. Oh. Yeah, let's see. Uh, is yeah, he in... So, um, is, oh, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, so yeah, Darius responds that that's a great point. That is a good uh, point. I, I didn't yeah. realize it was only six, so... Yeah, it's only six episodes, so we'll see. This feels like it's going to be a very compressed show to me. Like, just feel yeah. like a lot's going to happen... I feel that we saw a lot of Oscar Isaac's training to be Moon Knight. That yeah. if we see the fight sequences, we're going to see them on the. We should see them on the level of what Daredevil did in the hallway scene. Oh yeah! Oh, like if we're oh, only given awesome. if we're only given a handful of fight scenes, 
uh, it better it better exceed or pass Daredevil on that level. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And I, again, I it may I, depend who's fighting because if if you're Mark Spector, you're probably fighting Krav McGraw, and you you've got like a, a different way of fighting than let's say Moon Knight or Mister Knight, who's just full on fucking violent. So every character should fight different, and I, mm. I hope that we see that yes. in the story. Yeah. That would be cool. That I mean, you know, because honestly, and I'm so glad you brought up the the Daredevil hallway scene. If if there is one 10 minute sequence like that 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 defines a character, and that's one of you know two fight scenes, I am fine, right? Because yeah. I mean, because that is like a legendary sequence, and yep. you know, you don't need more than that, really. <laughs> or I, I don't, I should say. Um, I, I think the coolest thing that we're seeing in the show that, that isn't in the early comics is Khonshu. Khonshu doesn't show up until later in the comics as a, as a you know, representation of the god and taking over uh, Mark's body and doing with it what he wants. So, you, I think eventually, hopefully this is a success and we continue and then we also bring some Netflix stuff back. Because one of the things I like the most in the comics is when the Punisher and Moon Knight interact. Yeah, Um, it's weird how close together they are on what they do. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're they're kind of not. They're the same side of the same coin, but they're a little bit like they're a different currency. Each one of them, something like that. Punisher protects all against evildoers, and Mark uh, and Moon Knight protects the Night Walkers, the Night Travelers. Yeah, it's his thing. And those Night Travelers may be werewolves, vermin. Things that maybe Punisher would kill. Yeah, mm. and it's it's just very I don't know like their interactions. I lo- there's a there's a panel where like they talk about like wait were you an Avenger? I was an Avenger. Like they just they just both realized that at some point they were both Avengers because everyone in Marvel has been an Avenger, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, really really cool, and it depends on the writers. Also, if you haven't read Jason Aaron's current Punisher, like the number one, go check it out. I really liked it. Um, but all right. But again, Jason Aaron did a great run on Moon Knight that I really recommend, and he, that, that oh, I, I believe just came out. It's the fist, of, or it's Conchu takes over Moon Knight, and Moon Knight takes over. There it is, the Age and of Conchu. The Age of Conchu. It's a great fucking run. It is uh, just nothing but fun of that god taking over Moon Knight. Moon Knight taking all the power from all the Avengers, and it's just badass. It's so fun. All right, well, Darius has a question. Uh, Darius, welcome to the channel. So he, they say, sorry, I'm kind of new to you guys' channel. Do you all do watch parties or will you be just be reviewing? Normally, we like to, because we kind of have watch it at different speeds, Josh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we, <laughs> it's, it's my fault. It's my fault. Yeah, what happens is we, we might do a review for the first episode, like just a short video. But then we'll just have a, a full show of like, we go back and talk about the series as a whole in the future. So if you like that, or if you're interested, you know, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and just stay tuned. Um, but yeah, that's I, I'd love to do a watch along though at 2 a.m. when yeah. it, when when it drops. Yeah, hopefully that would be cool. Girls, we could do some more stuff like that. But but for now, just that. Uh, I think there's there's really so many people putting really cool content out about the weekly stuff that we just rather focus on like let's get everyone together and discuss the show as a whole. Whole once it's done, uh, once we've given enough time for people to also watch it because we don't we hate spoiling things for people right um, so yeah but back to back to the comics yeah the age of conchu 
that was one of the arcs that I really enjoyed in, in the Avengers run because I've been hot and hot or cold on it, but that one really, really like I really enjoyed it because I don't know, like it really shows you how powerful Khonshu really can be uh, when when he focuses and when Moon Knight is aligned with his vision. And it also so how- makes you question who the fuck are in the Avengers if one guy can suddenly start doing all this. Like, right. where, where are the checks and balances? So how recent is that storyline? In Avengers? It just got collected as a trade, so it's like within yeah, the Yeah, it's going to be like in the last oh. six, six to 12 months, maybe. So if you have Marvel Oh, wow, Limited, okay. Yeah, if you have Marvel Limited, it should be on there now. Okay. Um, so, cool. Uh, I did want to mention there is one more omnibus coming out in April. Is the Moon Knight Volume Two? Whoops, wrong one. Moon Knight Volume Two, which you can see here. Um, so this will be collecting a bunch of things from Danny O'Neill, Doug Mensch, Steve Grant, Alan Sonnets, uh, and then a lot of stuff with art by Bill Sankevich. So nice. if you're interested in that, uh, go pre-order now because those are hard to find. Like once once Omnibus hit the stores, good luck. There you go. See. <laughs> So it goes from 33 to 37. Yeah, Avengers 33 to 37 of the current. Okay, cool. So, yeah, very cool stuff, though. It's just pretty. Oh, that's a nice cover. It's fun comics for sure. Yeah. All right. um, Clay, do you have anything else before we get into this list of this uh, men's health article? Just to kind of look at it. Just the last volume uh, is volume nine, and it's the current Jen McKay run. Uh, okay. So and and it's a, and it's a perfect place to start again. Like if you don't want to go yeah. back and reread a lot of the stuff, he encapsulates in that first issue so much that that's what you need to know and run with it. Um, it got kind yeah. of weird near the end of the first uh, volume, like issues uh, five and six. Uh, but again, it, Jed McKay, I, I trust in him, and I'm just going to continue to read the book no matter what. Yeah, and, and the artist, uh, Capuccio on art, is just doing some really cool stuff. Like, there's some really fun panels there. Uh, the covers are amazing. Here, I'll show. I think I, sh- I got a picture here. Um, this is from oh, wow. issue six. Uh, but I, I love the premise that he's moved back to his neighborhood. He opens a, a, a parish, right? Is that what he calls it? Yeah. Uh, to protect, like you mentioned, to protect the people at night. Uh, so anybody that it's almost like heroes for hire, except I don't think he's taking any money. No, uh, no, he's people he's, come to him with problems. Uh, and like he tries to help. Yeah, like in the first episode, you meet these vampires who have created four new vampires, mm-hmm. and you realize, oh, vampires are like a pyramid scheme. Like you yeah. bring on, you bring on someone who needs to bring on someone, and then they. <laughs> It's, and it is so funny to see how much a pyramid scheme is like. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, again, you know that that's what's in the current run. I think there are nine issues that. Yeah, because I bought issue eight. And I, do you guys need Moon Knight? Because I've got some double issues if you need them. Um, no, I'm 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 picking it up, so I should be good. But I don't know. Maybe Josh can use some codes at least to read it. All right. <laughs> I'll drop them again. Um, the only not, other... if, if we if we have enough, like maybe we could do a giveaway when we do our moon. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, you. we could do that. Yeah. The only <laughs> other thing I had collected was uh, from uh, Shadowlands when Greg Hurwitz uh, uh, did the book. Uh, you know, it was 
a event book, one off, a uh, couple of, you know, you got some great art in here. Oh, that looks sick. Yeah, it's yeah. not it's not essential, but it's it's a fun it's a fun read. So I throw that cool. one in there, and and that's pretty much my recap. We can go through this uh, yeah, list we'll, if you want to. So I found the men's health article. So I googled yes as I was prepping for the show, I googled uh, essential Moon Knight reading uh, because I haven't read as much Clay, and I found this article on men's health of all places by uh, Joe George. So you know credit to to them. Um, uh, but we're just going to kind of go through the list and maybe like, is it essential or maybe is it just a Moon Knight title that is on there? So yeah. let's start with uh, the first two issues. I think this is where Moon Knight's introduced, World Wolf uh, by Night, 32 and 33. What do you think, Clay? Well, he put that in that Marvelverse book as part of, uh, you know, you can you can pick these up. They they are the first appearance, but Moon Knight yeah. does very from there. Because I think it was because this, like, they try to put in links. I'm sure it's some kind of affiliate thing where they put links to Amazon so you can, but so if it's collected in there, that's probably the easiest way to get it. Yeah. And like I said, so, if you pick up Epic, if you pick up Essentials, if you pick up the Omnibus, these are in there. Yeah. So next up, we have uh, Epic Collection, Moon Knight, Bad Moon Rising. What All do right. you think? Uh, and I, as, as the kids say, smash or pass. Ah, shit. It's hard because I like the paper. That's what kids say? <laughs> Listen, get on TikTok, my dude. I, I do like the paper no. that it's printed on. For 40 bucks, it gives you a lot. Uh, the problem is it doesn't give you the Fist of Conchu mini okay. that's in the Essential and the um, Omnibus. I You know, I already own the first volume of Epic and Essential, and I'll probably buy the Omnibus if I can find it for cheaper than 125 all right, you guys in the chat or in the comments, let us know. Smash your pads on these. Uh, then we have uh, West Coast Avengers 41. Um, I, see, I, I don't even like I, I do love the West Coast Avengers, I do love this run. I don't see why it's essential to Moon Knight. It's Moon Knight on a team, it's not I that do important. I want to find out why he's wearing a cowboy hat. I mean, that looks more like the Midnight Rider than the Moon Knight. Yeah, that's true. But he is in the corner box, which I love too. Yeah, you know, Moon Knight and the team is always weird because he's insane. Yeah. Uh, and how does he function with other people who are trying to do the same thing as him? And it and it probably is true that he is closer to the Punisher than any other hero. Yep. Yep. Um, he's right. violent, and he will take out anything that uh, obstructs his goal. All right, next up, his stint on Marvel Knights. He he was in Marvel Knights in a story with Heroes for Hire from 11 to 14. No, it's just not necessary. Like, that Marvel Knights run isn't even... I mean, it's an okay book. It's Chuck Dixon. I mean, he kind of yeah. gets the street-level stuff. But again, this guy's just recommending, you know, hey, Moon Knight was with these people and he fights. Does it give any more to the character? Not really. Uh, yeah, we're still we're working on it, Lego. Yeah, just wrapping up a little bit, but we're going through some stuff that could be essential or not. Um, all right, next up, uh, we have this Charlie is, Houston. I believe, volume, this is volume five, the bottom. Mm -hmm. So, again, I think this that is one... my top recommendation, but you have to know some Moon Knight background going in. So, yeah, now, definitely pick up that first volume, and then yeah. you, I feel like you could jump into Charlie Houston. It's almost like a uh, 20 or 30 year leap of uh, going from like 
that 70s um, pulpy Doug Bowench stuff to like contemporary pulp written by Charlie Houston. I'm going to give this next one as a pass for you, Clay. Pass. I'm going to check yeah. it out because I want to see the Malivard and I want to know, I want to just know why Bendis approached it that way. Um, so I might check it out in the future. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can go back and rewatch the beginning. Thank you. Uh, but he is definitely a fantastic character. We also talked about how he's not just Batman and Marvel. So next up, Smasher Pass, the Lemire run. Totally picked this up. This is fantastic. I was surprised going from the Charlie Houston run into the Lemire run. It would go from so much pulp action to so much cerebral uh, mindfuck that this book is. And and what's going on with, uh, with him in the mental hospital. Yeah, I think I skipped one, but anything with Chalvi art, also go pick it up. Yeah, or at least check it out, read it. It's it's fun. And Greg uh, Smallwood to me is like yeah. one of the best finds uh, since Bilson Cabbage. All right, uh, now Crazy Runs in the Family, Moon Knight by Max Bemis. This is the uh, legacy run. I recommend yeah. it for the people who are fans of the really weird. And the people who want to see what kind of fucked up shit happened uh, to Moon Knight as a kid to create all the uh, personalities. This next one caught me out of nowhere. Ultimate Spider-Man, Volume 18, Ultimate Knights. So I guess Spider-Man hangs out with the Marvel Knights. Um, Why the fuck would you recommend a defunct (laughs) run on Amazon? Yeah, it's cheap on Amazon because it doesn't matter. It doesn't exist. That character is in a different universe that has died, and How, it's not the Mark can, Spector of our universe. Did can you, I go ahead, Josh? Oh, sorry. I, I was gonna say I, I I suspect the reason why is because the writer is like, well, Spider Man's hot, and look, it's got Doctor Strange. He's in the MCU, and I guess that Power Fist guy's in there. So let's recommend this one. I I really wonder how many of these that writer actually read. Yeah. yeah, this looks so, like somebody who went to a Wikipedia article. Clay, <laughs> did, did you read any of the ultimate, like ultimate universe Moon Knight? Is he a lot different? Do you know? You know what? I'm trying to. Re- I have the first six volumes in hardback. I don't know if that's part of it because no, that kind of when they started to introduce these one-off versions yeah. of mm-hmm. like Marvel characters into the Ultimate Universe, but they didn't. I don't know. I never felt that they were really fleshed out a lot. Yeah, you know. And again, right. why why would you that, that's like saying, you know, hey, if you want to learn about Star Brand, go back to the new universe and read those books. It doesn't matter. You should you shouldn't <laughs> give a shit about that. Like right. you shouldn't think, give a shit about this version of Moon Knight. This is our last one, and I think we've already talked about this. So this is definitely a smash. Uh the age of Consu in the Avengers comic. So. Yeah, it, in in fact, I'm trying to think if this is kind of a cool intro. It may be a little much because of Conchu taking over Moon Knight, so it doesn't deal with the character more than it yeah. has the god in it running the show. Yeah. Yeah, this definitely feels like Jason Aaron wanted to write Conchu, not Moon Knight, and but but it's so cool. <laughs> but, it's so cool well. but that seems to be like as an introduction, that seems to be what the kernel of the show is gonna be. Yeah. Right? So it may be the perfect intro to Moon Knight. That's true. Uh, That's true. But, but any any version of Moon Knight, I'm excited to see because we'll get another one. If Moon Knight didn't show up, I think, in the video games, would we get a TV show? I think yeah. there's an appeal for this character 
that is beyond uh you know his craziness i think he has a cool style i think bilson kevich being one of the early creators oh, helped so, add to that style yeah yeah uh, i mean if it's you been, don't if you don't see his influence it, i mean bilson kevich's influence is so much in legion and i hope they use that artistic uh quality uh in this show as well yeah oh man that's such a good point because you know Sinkevich for me was instrumental in wanting to read Daredevil, wanting to read Moon Knight. Like he just, he had a style that just nails those characters. Yeah. And um, I will never forget reading uh, uh, Daredevil Love and War. And it's all painted by Sinkevich. And you get, you get the kind of kingpin that shows up in um, Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. Thank you. I, I, totally drew a blank and when i saw him on screen i'm like oh, it's the sinkevich guy you know like it was this it, version it was it was yeah. wonderful anyway I, I went way off topic so that's fine. oh no 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 but yeah that's our that's our main topic so thanks everyone for listening for our audio listeners go check out our full episode here on youtube um so that's what will be on the audio episode Thanks for joining us you can find next issue on twitter at next issue pod on twitch at Next Issue and on Facebook at Next Issue Podcast. You can find Clay on Twitter at Clay underscore Harrison, Kyle at Kylepedia, Adrian at Adrian underscore Harry, Daniel at Echo Spider, and Josh at Cosmosis. Hail Bebo.